The Movie Hour, episode 131, April 28, 2011. Spoiler alert, the volume programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Donald Sutherland Loves Us All, the movie hour. I am Greg Maloney, and I'm joined by an all-star cast today. As always, my brother James and Jeff join me today to talk some serious movie action. Welcome back to the show, ladies. Thank you, thank you. I'm feeling very warm and loved. Warm? I'm, I'm yeah. Speaking of, it is hot in the studio. Very hot in the studio. I forgot how uh, how warm it gets in here during the... The, the the spring months yeah it's getting like the May Day like out about right? it like crazy what'd you say Jeff speak up I said the listeners didn't forget because you bitch about it like crazy yeah yeah how's it going with the the new studio set up on the East Coast like is everything yeah going? the Gunga uh, Pit East is is uh, up and running yeah. uh, everything is wonderful life is good I'm sorry we only could afford one intern for you so like you're gonna have to make make do but I figured you know one person you know what? You uh, you nailed it. She is sexy. One person refreshed your drink, and I figured you were set. So you're not yeah. you're not high uh, maintenance whatsoever. Uh, I should no. mention to add one, one sexy girl, and that's all I need. <laughs> I should mention to add fuel to the fire. We have our West Coast friend Josh here as well. Where are you still doing here, Josh? I don't even know why you're back. Uh, large and in charge. That's my motto. Oh yeah, that's it says it on my chest. <laughs> My, you, my, have a, you have a tattoo of large and in charge on your chest? Yeah, just in case I'm not wearing any of my Next shirts that say picture. large and in charge on <laughs> That's fantastic. And we're out. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking, speaking of things I want to get off my chest other than tattoos... <laughs> That one wasn't that good. That one wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. Jim, save us here. Let's talk about, let's talk about the Red Wings. Let's talk about the Red Wings. Now they're 4-0 and done. Yeah, it's beautiful. They should be starting back up Friday, I believe. Against the Sharks, right? Yes. It's going to be it's gonna the, interesting. The Red Wings doing Sharks, I might add. This it's is my time to shine, too, out here, because it's... Yeah, this is it. This, this is definitely is, this it. is where I get to be the Red Wings fan. You and go out cool and guy. assault Sharks fans head to head. Exactly. Yeah, you should bring a hockey stick to school and bash some skulls in. That was that was my original thought. I want. And I just thought grenades would be better. Who's going to be going to any of the playoff games? I bet she. They're going to. It's angles. very possible knowing them. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be crazy. Uh, yeah, go Red Wings. We're we're looking forward to the next series. All the other teams, you suck, but we'll uh, we'll continue to talk talk and support our red wings throughout throughout the season of course uh the one other thing i wanted to get off my chest before we get on to the very important very huge movie reviews from this week uh i finally caught up and i saw the game of thrones episodes have any have you guys seen any of them yet no no oh oh boy uh, I got the I saw the first two episodes, which are the only two out right now very interesting i want to uh, anybody that's a game of thrones fan curious what you think if you want to go to gunkbed.com we'll, we'll talk about it like professionals, and uh, I, I've, I'm happy with how they look thus far. There's a little bit of a, a stunted growth in the character development area, but that's to be expected. Was that a midget joke? Yeah, I, it was a midget, midget joke. I What's, didn't know that uh, that you watch non-animated movies, Greg. Hmm. It's a TV show. That's the only <laughs> yeah, reason why it's making an exception. Uh, yeah, never, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
I one thing I did find funny about the mo- the series thus far is just that they've cut a lot of things out, but they made sure to leave every sex scene that was in the oh, book in the movie, like or in the uh, sorry the TV series. It's just uh, I guess it's just a rule: don't cut sex scenes. Do you, do you see any? Uh, is there any action or? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to leave that to uh, you guys to discover. I don't want to right. anything. Don't want to spoil <laughs> giant nipples or anything for anybody. So. I have the internet for that. I don't know if I'll check out <laughs> Game of Thrones. It's true. It's true. So yeah, we should get to our movie reviews. We got a long list ahead of us here. So let's let's get started. James, I have you as number one on here. So I hope. Uh, you obviously. Have- nice job, Jim. Great, great job. Woo-hoo. You earned it. Yeah. Hope you guys hot. Um, I saw two movies this week that are new to me. One being Disney's Pocahontas. Probably is the worst <laughs> Disney movie I've seen yet. Uh, but the movie I do want to talk about is uh, Breaking and Entering. Uh, it's a 2006 film uh, written and directed by Anthony Minghella. Is that how you pronounce it? I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that's how you pronounce yep. it. Okay, we'll go with that. That's it. Um, it's a small, moody film, uh, kind of about the relationships and upheaval. Uh, it kind of starts off with uh, a guy named Will. He's an architect who's opening an office in kind of a shady part of London. And the office ends up getting robbed twice, and he starts to kind of obsess about it a little bit and kind of actually just stakes it out on his own. And uh, he sees someone trying to climb into the window for the third time, apparently, and uh, spooks the, the guy, and he runs off, and he chases him down. And uh, it's a long chase, and he ends up following him back to his house. And it turns out he's just like a 15-year-old kid, and his he lives with his mom, and when they get back to the you know his place you know the mom and the kid are you know yelling at each other for you know running off late and that kind of stuff and he just kind of stands back and watches and decides that he wants to go come back at another time and he comes back under the guise of a customer cuz she's a uh, work at home uh, tailor so he's kind of giving her business but the problem is he starts becoming drawn to the mom before he decides to bring up the fact that his son's or her son's stealing from him and he actually, his home life is kind of in a rut. What right better now. way to get Mac yeah. mom, or at the kid, by the way? I was, <laughs> was going to say that. <laughs> like, I will bang your mom and teach you a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so his home life's in a rut. So he actually starts entertaining the idea of pursuing the mom. And the rest of the movie just kind of explores this kind of weird web of relationships that, uh, uh, you know, kind of came about here and the result of which, you know, when the truth actually does come out, which it does, and kind of the, the aftermath for that. Um, the movie itself, it's pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, it's very moody, so you kind of have to be in the, the mood for something like that. Uh, it's kind of slow, uh, kind of, you know, kind of depressing in parts, it's that sort of thing. Um, the end kind of gets wrapped up a little too nicely for for my taste, uh, especially co- considering the mood. You know, you kind of think it's okay. This is a gritty drama of you know relationship stuff. You know, shit's gonna hit the fan. It's not gonna be wrapped up in a bow at the end. But they kind of did that with it, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some good performances in here, uh, especially a uh, friend of the show, Juliette Binoche, is really good in it as the mother of the uh, the kid. And we nominated uh, her. What's that? Who nominated her friend of the show? Jim. Uh, yeah, she's uh, been a Jesus, yeah, a Jesus right. Jeff. Yeah. I'm the one that actually knows the Oscar winner, so it had to be me. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jude Law does it, puts in a pretty good performance. And uh, a very like strange role by uh, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> yeah, Josh. By who? Get him. Uh, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like him. I don't like that guy. Uh, so she had an interesting uh, um, appearance as a uh, 
like a 30 second. Well, I guess it was about a five minute performance as a, as a hooker that was kind of helping him stake out his own joint. Very strange role. But awesome. uh, she's a strange yeah. person. She's a very yeah. strange person. So, yeah, overall, a decent little film, but uh, I think you definitely need to be in the mood for something like this. What uh, What's Martin Freeman's role in this? Um, I don't know who that is. So It's the guy that's playing uh, Bilbo in the new, the, he's the English actor. He plays Sandy in the movie. Uh, he is a partner with Jude Law as far as they own the uh, the office that is gotcha. uh, stolen. He is, he's, doesn't have a big role. So he's Bilbo, huh? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. going to be awesome. Um, and the one last question, Robin Wright, I haven't seen her in anything, I think, other than The Princess Bride. Like, have you seen a lot of her movies? Um, is this the exact same person in this? I'm just curious how good of an actor actor she is. Cause I she have... was okay. Um, there was a part during, she plays the uh, the wife of uh, Jude Law who's kind of like involved in the whole, yeah, we're in a rut type of situation and they fight a lot and make up a little bit and fight more. So it was all right. Not a real demanding role. Uh, maybe a couple scenes that were pretty good. Right. Right. Josh, I, I haven't really included you. Did you want to talk about a movie? Have you seen a movie recently? Oh, hell no. Oh God. Oh God. No, not at all. No, my movie. I have actually, I haven't seen any new movies in the last couple of weeks. That's my movie review is, Fantastic Mr. Fox is still sitting in the nut. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm like, oh, oh you finally caught it. Wow, awesome. That's, that's a big this mistake. weekend, this weekend, my plan. It's <laughs> a big mistake. <laughs> Holy crap! Robin Wright was in Forrest Gump. Was she Jenny? Yeah, yeah. dude, you didn't know that. She's hot. Oh, that's right. Same, the same chick was in. I need, I need a couple minutes. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> take a step back. Take a step back. I'll do the next movie review, Jeff. Just wait to make Recover. some, Recover. some comments on the sideline. Because it's an animated movie, so prepare yourself, Jeff. Prepare yourself. Oh, God. Yeah, it's intense. Uh, I ended up catching a fantastic film. A lot of people know it. Jeff doesn't know it, but a lot of people do. Uh, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, movie from 1995, uh, directed by Mamoru Oshii. That's right. Another uh, another Japanese, Japanese person. Uh, good luck, Japan, and all that you're dealing with. Don't uh, put him into that peg that way, though. I mean, just let him be whoever you want. Okay, yeah, that's right, right. He could be English. <clears throat> he could be. English. He could be. Um, <laughs> unlike my recent anime reviews, there aren't really any recognizable voice talents or anything. What's interesting is uh, uh, the art director, uh, another Japanese person, Hiromasa Ogura, uh, headed the <sighs> film uh, Ninja Scroll also, which is a movie I talked about a long time ago, which everybody knows about outside of this podcast, another anime movie. Um, and the movie itself, uh, Ghost in the Shell, was actually received a lot of high praise for its like animation techniques and shit. So uh, technically a very, very big movie. Um, the story is also very interesting. Um, it is based on uh, like a long manga series, manga, manga. I can never decide how I want to pronounce that word. Um, it's been made it's into TV shows, mind. video games, movies, everything. Uh, this specific one is uh, um, pretty much follows... Uh, a major and an elite like police government force called Section 9. It's uh, based on the distant future, maybe maybe the not-so-distant future, where cyborgs are a commonplace. Which, you know, there might be cyborgs now. I don't know. Like I don't know if you guys know, but I don't, I don't think they are. Um, uh, the major, Motoko, is one of them. So our hero is a cyborg. You're cy- a cyborg. So you got to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Anyhow, um, she leads this elite force called section nine on a chase after a hacker called the puppet master, which is completely badass uh, to later find out that the person they're chasing down is actually like a, a sentient computer program. And uh, after that shit gets weird, shit gets really weird. Um, the 
very cool part of about the movie is the story brings up some of my favorite questions, which we've discussed before, like what it means to be human, how much can we blur the definition between human and robot. Um, we also get to see like one person's view on what happens when we actually blend, you know, man and machine further and further and like almost to the point where we have like a new species and uh it's very interesting i would uh i'd recommend catching it i I, this is the first time i caught it and i haven't been familiar with any of the series so i think i need to watch it like five more times before i can give like an official stamp on it or a seal of approval um i should mention there actually the movie was such a big hit not such a hit but such a big uh um been so much uh, acclaim they actually remade this exact movie with new graphics in a 2008 uh, version, which I did not Wait, see. Wait, so they made it originally in 2005 or ni- 1995? 95, I thought you said 05. Uh, there's also a sequel to the movie, which I haven't seen all either. But um, very interesting. I uh, need to see it again. I would recommend catching it. Anybody that's interested at all in uh, Japanese animation, and this movie's been known to like pretty much close the gap on people that aren't you know anime versus just regular. North American. So not you, people. Yeah, not me. Not me. Of course. His gap is closed. Right. Uh, <laughs> another interesting note: this movie, <laughs> this movie is uh, pretty much the the license for producing a live action film has been uh, purchased by DreamWorks. So heads up. So we're gonna see a, a hot, real cyborg yes. chick running around it's in a possible. movie in a little while. Possible, but is it's for a while. Nothing's happened with it. Five years after the first than a female cyborg. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a female cyborg. It's true. It's all true. Everything you've heard, it's true. Good. As long well, as well, you when you watch this again, let me know because I saw this once and I don't remember a lot about it. Mm. I'll let you know. Uh, Jeff, let's get back to the basics with your awesome movie review. Thanks. <laughs> um, my uh, my lovely girlfriend and I went to uh, the. We live now in Tribeca. I am actually looking out the window, literally as we speak, at the uh, Vogue Tribeca party, which is kind of cool. Um, there, there might be celebs there, whatever. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Your credentials at Tribeca? We sent them to you. I don't know if you had any issues. With yeah. Them. No, I, um, I had no problems with my credentials because right. I uh, bought tickets. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so we went to a, uh, we went to a movie called Rid of Me, um, and it's a. Uh, it's it's a movie based in Portland, Oregon, written by written and directed by a guy named James Westby, who is apparently pretty big in like the super indie film thing. But I don't think he's that big. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was sort of an interesting experience. It was a, a first time experience for me. Don't tell anybody, but uh, this is my first premiere as a uh, as a movie. So we we yeah we go to this thing and we get the we get to the theater and we got there kind of early. We got there like maybe a half hour early. Because my girlfriend's crazy, she reminded me, and um, she was convinced that we weren't going to be able to get seats. We got fine seats. Um, <laughs> Son of a bitch! Get her a microphone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> does she not see the sign that says "Live Studio"? <laughs> Red light. Hello, on the air. Oh God! So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we went and saw this movie, and we we uh, we got really good seats, and they were right uh, a couple rows back from the reserve seats for the uh, for 
uh, for the director and the cast, which was pretty cool, actually. Like the director and the writer, well, the writer, director, and the cast, and the guy that wrote the score, and a few other people were there, like uh, at the movie with us. So um, I want uh, the uh, we we got there, and the first thing I said was, you know, how sometimes people clap at the end of the movie. Well, I think that's really stupid. <laughs> this time, I think we might be able to do that because you know <laughs> we're actually clapping like for somebody that's there, like that, right, I think that's right. Cool. So we did that. Um, but uh, it, it was sort of interesting. And anyway, so this movie, Rid of Me, it's about a uh, it's about, it's about a couple. Well, it's about a woman that moves to Portland with her husband. They're pretty young. And uh, her husband or not Portland, but a, a suburb of Portland, we'll say. And um, her husband's from there originally. And she doesn't really get along with all of his friends and feels kind of awkward. And they actually wind up getting divorced shortly after he moves out there but she stays there and it's just sort of this like the first half of it is her being super like like really awkward conversations and being really embarrassed and and having like this really awkward thing with her uh her husband and her her husband's old friends and their wives and everything and then the second half is after they get divorced and she goes basically like she kind of becomes like crazy like alternative uh like really like wild punk type type uh girl and Mm. um and it's kind of a cool idea and the cinematography is pretty interesting i guess um but both of us walking away from it uh kind of we're talking about it and the more we thought about it the less we liked it and we thought like we're going to a film festival and we're seeing like this indie film and like you know it's gonna be it's it's gonna be really cool and so i think we had sort of like this thing yeah. in our heads kind the of the aura of excitement wore off right exactly and it was like you know what that that movie wasn't actually really that that great and um it was kind of a, it, it wasn't terrible but it, it wasn't great um there were some pretty funny parts and uh, the, some, some parts from the uh, cinematography were, were a little bit interesting, but uh, for the most part, not not really that uh, wonderful. Um, one thing that I that I want to point out, um, there was a character in it. And I'm going, God, that guy looks so familiar. I swear I've seen that guy in movies before. I'm looking at him and it's driving me nuts. And uh, so I get home and I look him up on IMDb and it's Art Alex Axis. And I go, I don't know who that is. And I realized I looked I looked a little deeper into the situation, did some research. Huh? It's the lead singer of the band Everclear. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that's he wasn't fantastic. a major part at all. He was in fact a very small part, but it was kind of funny. Um not the main uh the main actress is Katie O'Grady. She's also one of the producers. Um Yep. As Kurt. a testament to your uh, initial viewing of that, I'm looking at IMDb right now, and it does not have a rating because not five people have voted. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's we saw the we saw any, the uh, here. Did you get any uh, sound bites from from the the director or anything afterwards? Did you get any interesting conversation? I didn't I didn't get any sound bites. There was a and A. I thought about busting out the old uh, Android phone and taking some video, but then I realized I'm not that big of a nerd. Oh, by the way, I think my one of my favorite parts before the before the movies, people started pouring in and like there were kind of a lot of people and I've done this before, so I'm not like making a judgment at all. But <laughs> quite a lot of people that, that went to, that came to the movie by themselves, but they were like coming with like notepads and stuff. And so I turned to my okay. girlfriend and go, They're gonna blog about this and she looks right back. <laughs> 
stone faces me. I thought I told a great joke. She goes, we're going to podcast about this. Touche. And lo and behold, here we are yeah, podcasting so about it. Of, of me uh three stars out of five i'd say it was it was it wasn't bad it was i'm not sorry i saw it but yeah lukewarm very interesting very interesting uh i'm just happy i'm happy the east coast stuff's working out it seems like everything's blossoming as we planned the the giant plan here the scheme grand scheme of things everything's coming together so glad i've got the podcast looking out for me right always going the gunga pit will support you 100 percent <laughs> can i have a moment for just a second i, I just want to say to all of our Pittsburgh fans, na 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 boo boo. Yeah. Team <laughs> Tampa Bay has defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins in Game Seven. Okay. Now we yeah. can go on. Oh. <laughs> it's so unfortunate because I I loved making the Pittsburgh jokes when Jeff was in Philly and. Uh, <laughs> oh, you like Pittsburgh? Oh no. Never mind. Anyhow, um, we did want to get together and talk about a couple of things that concern you, the listener. Uh, on, on the way, come you, <laughs> you, the listener. Uh, <laughs> come on, I'm trying to concentrate. Uh, we want to talk about summer movies a little bit, and I guess they're not all just summer, but some spring. Big blockbusters coming up, a lot of movies on the horizon, and we want to just shrink that a little bit, make it a little more manageable for you guys, and try to figure out what movies and try to help you um, figure out what movies you want to you want to watch. That's on, that's coming up. Uh, I don't know how you guys wanted to go through this. I've got a, a sort of a small plan in my head. I sort of wanted to go chronologically here. It's I actually don't have any movies on my list until May 6th. Nothing really came out. Uh, I you meant you just didn't have a list. I don't oh, okay. <laughs> have a list, but I don't have what one. What do you think? Weekend. Not talking about this weekend at all. I just There were a couple things, and we'll move, move through them pretty fast because it's sort of a long list. And please feel free to jump in, make your comments as we move along. Uh, the first one, the first big movie that I had in my head was Thor. And mainly because just this whole – there's a slew of comic movies coming out. Um, yeah, like four of them, aren't there? Um, there At are least. six that I know of. Um, Jesus. You've got Thor, Priest, which is, you know... Oh, is that a comic? Yeah, it's, it's not a comic, but not, not that big of a deal. No one's going to see it. Who cares? Um, X-Men, Green Lantern, First Avengers, and, Cowboy and Al- Cowboys and Aliens. Um, oh, I didn't realize Cowboys and Aliens was a comic. Yeah, up, up, and that gets us to July. We're not even into August at that point. I, I didn't even look that far. But um, the reason I was interested in Thor... Other than Natalie Portman, which is a big, mm-hmm. big part of everything I do. Other than the fact that he's a Norse god of thunder. Yeah, Norse god of thunder is actually he. I don't... He isn't actually. <laughs> Bullshit. What? Oh. Well, I'm just in this rendition. They've turned him into a person from a different planet, not a god of thunder. That's stupid. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this rendition took uh took precedence over thousands <laughs> of years oh, of yeah. Norse tradition. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna ignore all the culture part. All just, our oh, Norse he's an alien. That's fine. All our Norse viewers are gonna be yeah, calling in yeah. pissed. Instead all of week. from you know the realm of Asgard, he's from the planet Asgard. That's great. Jesus. <laughs> that's awful news. It's terrible. And actually, that was the thing I was gonna bring up is I don't know anything about the Thor about the Thor story at least in, as far as the comics concerned. And I was that sort of the mystery is one of the things that sort of attracts me to this movie, but, and you know, Natalie Portman obviously too, but yeah, I didn't read him a whole lot back in my comic collecting days. Um, I know a couple things that were different. At least one of the things was in the comic. Um, he was 
he had some kind of disability and he used a cane to get everywhere. And then his cane transformed into the hammer. And I don't know what they're planning on doing here, but he's not disabled in, in the previews. I know that. But hmm. uh, so I know they went a little different route. And he's like a small statured human when he's in human form in the comic. And then he turns into this big muscle bound idiot. I think you're, th- you're thinking about the Hulk. Oh, yeah, maybe he's not green. No. <laughs> is, he, is he? Maybe. But yeah, it's that kind of transformation also. And yeah, I never really got on Thor. He was always a pompous ass in the comics, so I never really got into him. Interesting. The, the preview does look better than I imagined it would look, though. There's a little bit more humor in it that I thought they wouldn't have. Right. But I don't know how it's going to be. I mean, Kenneth Branagh directing is... This is very strange for him. So Yeah, it's going to be... that. That's another part that's just... I don't know what the hell this movie is going to turn out to be, which will be interesting in and of itself for sure um and chris hemsworth being the, the main actor not pretty much a nobody star trek for five minutes and yeah. tv so i don't know anyhow we'll it was a big it. five minutes though he was kirk's dad yeah this is true true story very true uh next on the horizon not much going on the nice weekend may 15th don't even have to worry about it. don't even worry about going to the movies people may 15th just take a break oh. put your kids somewhere else Josh, you have a problem with that? Not going to the uh, I'm just saying there's all. You guys live there. in Southern California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my livelihood you're taking into your hands when you say that, right? Yeah, now. I'm sorry. If, if, I economy, I tell, people, well, yeah, if I tell people not to go to the movies, fucking Hollywood will just riot. I'm sorry. I forgot. I, I'm sorry. And we actually have to talk about it. So I guess we're sort of uh, on the other end of that, uh, that web, if you will. Um, I did sort of want to talk about. I'm sort of like shaking my glass as we as we go through this, my whiskey and uh, ginger ale. So, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, big movie, oh, May 20th. God. Yes, shut up. It's huge. It's it huge. is huge, and it's it's annoying as hell. Well, what's interesting about it is the fact that Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley aren't going to be pushing the story this time. Yeah, the... and that could be a good thing for them. Right. right. Not for Josh, because Josh is in love with Keira Knightley. That's but are we, are, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about? Are we talking about Troy 2? <laughs> We're not talking about Troy 2, actually. Surprisingly. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Karen Knightley wasn't in that, but Orlando Bloom was. So um, there, there was a girl in it. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, but, uh, again, not those actors. Different director. Could be, I don't know, could be awesome. Could be completely awesome. But I think I, it does have a chance to be better than the others, just because it yeah. isn't linked with the same you know story web and stuff like that it's just do you really like any of those movies though i like johnny depp's character i'll i'll give it that and, I will, i'll give it that much but that's and that's it. why I, and that's why i think this right it's gonna be has a little bit better chance it's gonna be him on the wacky adventure type thing i think and penelope cruz is in it. she's hot so what's interesting is penelope cruz like she's been around forever she might be started like i don't know how old she is but she's got have you, have you seen what the, they made her look just like here nightly she looks exactly it's amazing what those makeup <laughs> artists can do with with either one of them i assume they're both ugly and they just have this idea of like, here's what a hollywood girl looks like Man. wham hit them with a makeup gun they're done <laughs> all right all right those those things being said like yeah johnny depp i love his character in this i do like how it's as a fresh start but that being said i still probably will pass on the movie so let's get to more important things the hangover 2 which is the weekend after that jesus yeah what's wrong with the hangover 2 josh you got a problem i just uh, the one was good enough i, yeah. I don't need a yeah. second one i have a feeling this one's gonna fall flat on its face and it's Tyson tattooed face. Yeah, the tribal that uh, that that shows on there. This could be interesting. Jeff, what are your feelings on the Hangover Two? 
I, I mean, I really like Dumb and Dumberer, so. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's a guaranteed shoot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I pray that anything Zach Galifianakis is attached to will do well. Um, Ken Jong. I, like Jeff's mentioned, how how much he likes him. Also, Ken Chong's awesome, hilarious, and he's he being this quite a bit more than he was in the last one. Um, the yeah. Expectations are just so high, though. Just I just I mean, just make another movie, like make a different comedy movie. Yeah, I agree with Josh a hundred percent. Like you've got hilarious people on board could, and a great writer. Don't rely on the same plot over again. Just make a different movie. Well, getting right. to getting to what like the overall theme of the whole summer is it's it's sequels again. Like it's been it's not. A <laughs> oh, new, you mean the overall theme <laughs> of the last two decades? It's not a new trend, is what I'm saying. But it's just like it's sequels all over the place. So you've got Pirates, Hangover, X Men. I guess we could count Cars, Transformers, Harry Potter, and Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, which also comes out the same weekend Hangover is. So after you go to Hangover shit-faced, you can roll in with your kids to Kung Fu Panda for the 9 o'clock show. Because um, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, I, I figured that's what everyone's doing. But um, First big star on my list. And uh, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, stop talk, I'll stop talking with my big stars here. James, what's on your list that you you feel good about? I don't want to hear what you're, up, what you're not looking forward to. Next thing that you feel good about on your list. Um, the one that kind of piqued my interest that won't pique any of your guys' interest is, oh, uh, I see. Wow. <laughs> All right. It's, it's probably super eight. Uh, mostly cause yeah. I've been jonesing for a monster movie lately and here comes my monster movie on June 10th. It's a, it's a alien film filmed by, uh, JJ Abrams. Super who, eight is the name yeah, of the movie. Super it eight. Reminds yes. me of hotels, not monsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the rampage has done its job. And for what I understand from the premise, it actually takes place in the 70s, so that's kind of an interesting little... Produced by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, see? Like I said, you have no interest. <laughs> I, I'm still listening, Jim. Keep talking about the Super But yeah, Is I mean... Fanning related to Dakota Fanning? Because it looks like she might be... Uh, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff might be related to the monster sounding like <laughs> So... Getting actually, I, I do like the idea. Things that seem to be in the not so distant past, those movies, actually do seem sort of I don't know, alluring. I guess would be the kind of the word. Maybe it's because it was your childhood, James. I don't know, but yeah, that and it was kind of like the dawn for the, like the you big said budget. Nineteen seventies, not nineteen teens. <laughs> Boom. Point. Zing, because uh, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. It's also was the dawn of like the big budget, you know, alien monster movie type stuff, you know, like Close Encounters and stuff like that. So right. I think it's got a little nostalgia factor working in there too. Yeah, I um, you said it was coming out on the tenth. Uh, June tenth, yeah. Interesting, interesting. I didn't have anything big for me on the tenth, so maybe I have a weekend open now. Yeah, and it's I mean it's literally just a, a guilty pleasure of mine to see something going around destroying shit. So I would... it should be fun. That's all I'm looking for. Right, Jeff. Did you have anything you wanted to uh, you wanted to talk about? Anything hot on your list? Um, um, <laughs> like X Men: The First Class. Do you want to talk about that at all? When's it? When's uh? When's Dark and the Moon take? <laughs> when's Dark and the Moon coming out? Uh, July first. Yeah, as close to Fourth of July as possible. You should have seen that coming. Dark and the Moon. <laughs> 
Oh, right. Well, I want to talk about X-Men the first class, so we can't talk about Dark Can we still talk about Dark Moon in a little bit? Yes, we can. We can. Okay. Um, the, the one thing I want to talk about with the first class, and this we actually talked about in the Parker Posey. This was uh, Parker Posey last week, or sorry, two weeks ago, when P was talking about directors with new movies. Yeah. Is we get to see... Which is when my master movie came up, too, as well. Right. And we get to see in this movie a little bit of the Xavier Magneto dynamic and like how they turned from like being rational, completely you know, friends to just at edge enemies later on and this i like i really like this idea that uh we get to see that actually in the in the beginning movie and the the trailers don't look that bad and from everything i've read it actually seen i am i am getting sucked in like it looks really good i know the special effects will probably take over but i'm i'm gonna see this movie and i hope that the story sort of like i don't know trumps any anything else but you know i'm probably gonna get burned on it but this movie looks very interesting uh Josh, you have any interest in this movie? I do. I, I, do, I kind of have a, I kind of have a soft spot for X Men in the first place, and I think out of any comic book character that's ever existed, uh, Magneto's Magneto is probably my favorite. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Batman's right on the top of the list too, but I think Magneto's my favorite. Right. Um. So moving past the Super Eights, uh, Green Lantern does come out on June seventeenth. Not interested in it whatsoever, other than you know Ryan Reynolds is in it, so Jeff will probably want to go see it. <laughs> and the one interesting thing about <laughs> I, the one interesting thing about it is uh, just recently, after Green Lantern was in post production, they've added nine million because they saw it, <laughs> saw what it looked like, and then you know what? Let's gonna add nine million. <laughs> you know what's gonna make this movie better? Yeah throwing tons of fucking money <laughs> more honestly yeah why don't we burn a pile of cash in front of it <laughs> pretty much that's so i'm curious now there's like you know what all right let's double down we've seen what it has let's put more money in the that's pot fantastic and see how it turns out um from all the movies we discussed i this might be probably the biggest grocer uh to date at least from all these other ones june 24th cars 2 comes out and it's interesting because when I when I started looking at it, I was curious why Cars 2, we've talked about this a little bit before, but why Cars 2 was the sequel, the first sequel of the Pixar movies, other than the, the Toy Stories, um, to come out. And I had read up, and apparently it's because the, um, the toys themselves, Cars 2, or Cars, the, I don't know, the merchandising has been just in the billions and how much it's made. And the, so the sequel comes out. Wait, 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 back up. Yeah. True story. They're making money or they're making decisions based on money. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> news flash. Business right, well, I'm going to have to rethink some shit. All right. Let's, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I think cars may have been my least favorite Pixar movie. So. Everybody's least favorite, but <laughs> toys just make so much money that they, you know, cars too was inevitable apparently. And, there, there's some big voice talents or and new voice talents attached to this movie, but I'm just not that interested. <laughs> of course, it's everybody's least favorite. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> My nephew will be happy, but that's about it. I think it, I think it really is everybody's least favorite. It's a movie that's just cars. There's no uh, cool. 
sexy people in it at all. Unlike <laughs> toys or toys or monsters. So you know you've got Unlike Roger Rabbit where you can't like, keep right. yourself getting your people don't have wheels. That's outrageous. No, th- I'm sure there are, there are thousands of families, millions of families happy that Cars 2 is coming out. It's going to make a ton of money. I'm just you know obviously going to pass on. It. I don't have any kids. So uh, Owen Wilson, keep it up. Keep up the good work. We're all happy for you. Oh, oh does he do the voice of one of the guys? Yeah, Lightning McQueen. Come on. I'm happy you know. <laughs> I do. Wait, Paul Newman's dead. Who's doing the cool one? Uh, I don't know if he's coming back, actually. I didn't look. He might be coming back. Paul Newman or the character? <laughs> Paul Newman's coming back. You didn't hear? <laughs> zombie, zombie Paul Newman's back in the show. Back in the saddle. Uh, getting close to the, the end of the list. Transformers 3 comes out on July 1st. Don't oh really God. want to talk about it. It's going to make billions of... Billions dark, of... Dark in the moon. Do you think I need to see the second one before I go see this one? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you meant that as a joke, but that's how I took it. <laughs> that's how I meant it. Performance and John Malkovich are in this movie. I don't know what the hell they're going to do, but... <laughs> make a lot of money, dumbass. <laughs> Morons. Oh, right, which gets us... To the the flagship of the summer movies, Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the second, is the second out part, the last movie, yep. prepare yourself for a billion dollars in the first week. We'll, we'll see. Actually, you know what? You think it's going to be it. a huge event? I think Definitely. it's going to be a huge event, yes. They it have just a... seems like the hype's been going on for so long. It's just, I don't know. It just seems like oh, it's more yeah. like, let's get this over with now type of feel. It's, it's still not, it's, it comes out in July, so you still have a lot of time to just amp up for this movie. It's going to be it's going to be good. And it's going to be... People are going to be wearing costumes for like three weeks ahead of time, I right. guarantee. And there will be girls crying in the streets. There will be oh, blood God. everywhere. This is this is it. And uh, actually, let's... um. You know what? Let's let's do let's do a uh, prediction here. How much money is this movie gonna make when when it comes out? You like just domestic? We'll we'll talk opening weekend. We're talking. Let's do total. Let's do total. How much money will this thing make? Does anybody want to guess? Like I like all time. You know, Avatar seven hundred sixty million. It's not it's not gonna be that. Yeah. But we're talking domestic gross. Um, I think the last was twenty million. The highest Harry Potter was three hundred and seventeen million, and that was Sorcerer's Stone. I that's bet it'll be higher. Than good that. guess then. That was... that's, see, that's what makes me I wonder if it's going to make that much money because the really highest one it. was the first one. That's true. The... This is true, James. You've got a point. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with my instinct. I'm going two ninety, just under. Yeah, probably not quite to 290, but that's my That's actually under two other Harry Potters, too, Half-Blood. And, by the way, Charles oh. Part 2 made $295 million. So, do you want to re-guess? The first part made 295 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to leave it. I'll leave it. All right. I'm going way, I'm going way above all you guys. Like, I think it's going to make more than the original movie. Um... I might go as far as even saying almost like a hundred million more. Like this thing, this movie's gonna make four hundred million. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say ah. four hundred million and one dollar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> God. It's gonna win both showcases. Slide it at the last second. God. <laughs> I like. Are you guys interested in seeing this movie or just? I uh, am. The I fact am. That it's a giant pop culture icon. 
I liked the last one. I thought the last movie I'll was probably good. wind up seeing it. Maybe yeah. not in the theater, but I'll probably wind up seeing it. Mm-hmm. The last one was progressively better. Right. Yeah, the last one is the only one I've actually seen in the theater, and I enjoyed that one. That's probably my second favorite of the bunch. Right. But what's your first favorite? Probably the first one, only because oh, I, I hated it. Yeah, you guys don't like all the whiny kids and stuff, right? See, for me, it was just more of a, okay, I don't know this world, introduce me to it type of thing. So it was kind of cool okay. that way. But yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, and to be fair, I don't remember seeing the movie for the first time. It was right. Just... Did you read the books or no? No, hell no. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Oh, you guys have something to bond over. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have two more on my list. Does anyone else want to go? Anyone else have a comment? You want to talk about another one, James? Anything? I have a comment. Jim, go for it. Got. I noticed that there's a guy um, in the movie Water for Elephants that played Jack Frost <laughs> in the 1997 horror movie. Jack Frost. Awesome. Not the good Jack Frost. The bad one. Water for Elephants, which came out last weekend, by the way. Terrible. Have uh, you guys seen book, the preview the for way. this for this movie? Terrible book. <laughs> Awful book. Do not waste your time the on the preview book. for Water for Water for Elephants. Yeah. No, I just know Pat just, in it and Reese Witherspoon. It just seems like it's a Titanic wannabe. It's just like old person reminisces about old tragedy. It's a love story about how he takes you know a, a woman away from her you know, poor marriage type thing, or at least that's how they play it out. Just, I don't know. It seems like they're, and they got the, the heartthrob in there, you know. I don't know. It just seems like it's Titanic alone, basically. You know, without really the bad. huge historical event. It's Is possible. there the Hope Diamond in it? Probably. Is there Hope Diamond? <laughs> and then that you was got, the tragedy. So, Elf trampled it. Which begs the question, Reese Witherspoon versus Kate Winslet? Uh, Kate Winslet. Oh, I'd go Every Winslet. Every single for time. Sure. For sure. Interesting. Is she going to be sketched nude by James Cameron? That's the real question. I hope not. Don't want to <laughs> spoil everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, enough on Water for Elephants. So, James, anything else on your list before I, I wrap up here? You know, there was a small film. Well, I guess not real small, because since Tom Hanks is directing and starring, but it's not getting a lot of press. It's called Larry Crown. It kind of looks interesting to me. I don't know that I'd see it in the theater, but I might rent it after it's... It's gone. It's about a guy who's going through kind of like a midlife crisis, kind of got laid off his job, didn't have a college degree, so now he's kind of starting over. And he meets uh, a woman, Julia Roberts. Yeah, and, Julia Roberts, another big So Yeah, so it, it seems like it kind of in, has potential there for me, but I probably won't see it in the theater. Sure. I see that but George Takai is in this. There are a couple of names so. in it. Yeah, Takai's in it. Wow. Pam, that might make me see it alone. That, that might be enough for me to go see it. Tom Hanks writing, starring, and directing. Is that Tom Hanks or Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> hey <laughs> What? <laughs> First time ever in any form of media that those two have been compared. <laughs> <laughs> the only time ever. Oh, It'll never happen again. The master of the room. By the way, I should mention, uh, friend of the show, Matt, Matt B was talking about how he had DVR'd the room. It was showing on, you know, Adult Swim or something. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, which was super shocked me. I'm like, wow, the room's yeah, it's out there. And uh, oh no, Adult yeah. Swim had a hole in the room. Uh, they they played like April Fool's joke like 2008. They yeah. they knew about the room. <laughs> What's great? <laughs> What's great is he DVR'd it and like, dude, just delete it. You can't watch that without a group of people. Dude, right. Watch that by yourself because it will just be a. Let. Oh, it's it's well. Then it's just a bad movie. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, if I wasn't with you guys when I watched it, it would have been off in the first one. <laughs> and I'll pretty much sit through anything. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. I could yeah. not understand the, the number of people that were not enjoying that as we were just sitting there. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was some people, why are you making us watch this? Why are we letting you watch this? <laughs> 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 all right last two movies and then we'll get to the park the very important parker posey play along fantastic parker posey god she's 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 a friend anyhow <laughs> the first adventure captain america july 22nd another superhero comic movie first and foremost i'm interested in jim's opinion on this movie and then we'll move over to somebody else uh captain america on list what's that not on your list not interested this one I'm I'm worried about. Uh, I do like Captain America. Uh, I collected the Avengers comics. Um, yeah, but just with the history of like, I mean, I was a huge X Men fan. I'm not real happy or not real excited about First Class just because failures hit so many times that I'm right. not pumped up about it. And I have a feeling it's going to be the same way here. Um, Chris Evans, not real sure how I feel about the casting. I mean, not a he, sequel in any way, though. Not no, it is not. Um, it's, I mean, he's supposed to be, Captain America, supposed to be like this grounded version of Superman, basically, you know, noble, stoic, but, you know, still got that very human element to him. And I don't know how Chris Evans is going to do this because he always comes off as like the goof off kind of character. So we'll see. Yeah. I, in every other movie he's been in. Yeah. Yeah. So I do kind of find it interesting that they're sticking with the World War II timeline, which could work in its favor. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm just, I'm very cautious about it. I don't know if I'll see it. And you've got Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull. I don't even like. I don't know much about the the story, the plot whatsoever. Then the Red Skull is the bad guy, and there's like not. And he's literally a guy with a big red skull as his. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Which, <So. laughs> just completely badass. <laughs> and you know, if they get, they have to get a voice for that. Hugo Weaving's pretty good for yeah, it. Hugo so. Weaving's your man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll back him on that. So, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. That. I love the casting. Like, uh, I'm Hugo Weaving, and I'm your man. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, um, that's you I'm just so. happy. I'm just happy. There's uh, the, the, what's crazy about it is just there are a lot of anything that's not a sequel that's coming out like this summer is based on a comic. Like Cowboys and Aliens, Captain America, Priest, Thor, Green Lantern. Everything else is a sequel, at least in terms of big blockbuster kinds of. Uh, budget or a redo um, like friends with benefits right everything <laughs> um it's it's interesting i'm picking that as my sleeper hit by the way <laughs> sleeper, friends hit? With sleeper yeah. hit sleeper hit friends with benefits i'm not sure what that means exactly but uh-huh. i'm going with it right just Timberlake is on fire friends with benefits i can explain what it means but off there <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the term i needed explaining yes last but not least and possibly yeah we'll, we'll get to this anyways possibly uh, my favorite cowboys and aliens Another comic-based movie, which is based in the Old West, and you've got cowboys and aliens. And uh, two things of note, John Favreau directing, which, other than Aid and Iron Man's, I'm curious if he actually can direct. Uh, made Elf? Made Ever made heard of it? Elf, yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> and the other interesting thing is Harrison uh-huh. I'm curious to see what he's got. I'm curious to see what he's got as the, not the main character, big role in the movie still, but... Yeah, hopefully he's going in the acting your age type category. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm I'm curious. To see oh, you him. mean like in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? <laughs> exactly like oh, that. If it's like, like that, then I'm good. I'm in. My girls in this movie too. I yeah, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde's yeah. in it. Yeah. Out west, Jeff or James out, Bond's Jeff, in it. No rules out there, Josh. No rules. There aren't any. It's like it's like 
<laughs> anarchy out here. Uh, nobody will pass judgment on you, Josh, for anything you do out, out west. Nobody. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the premise kind of scares me a little bit. What? I don't know. <laughs> the premise of cowboys and fighting aliens. Yeah, it's just like, how are you going to make this? You shoot them. Yeah, with my with guns, I would think. <laughs> and you've got G- Daniel Craig, which is pretty much one of the best friends of the show. Right? Hey, have you seen James Bond? <laughs> uh, there are like forty movies he's never lost, so just <laughs> I think it'll be okay. It's a true story, all true story. Anyhow, that hopefully this random discussion sort of wraps up a little bit and helps you guys decide on what's important coming out soon, at least in the next couple months. Keep it keep it on the radar. So I hope you learn that she goes see Smurfs. Yeah, Smurfs 3D. Make sure to catch that. It'll be fantastic, I'm sure. sure. With Strawberry Shortcakes coming up next, so be ready for that. <laughs> when are they going to make a Gummy Bears movie? <laughs> well, God, I hope so. I hope so. This which all, this whole conversation brings us, and finally, to the... <laughs> we, we, had this, we were arguing which was better, Fraggle Rock versus Gummy Bears, and then I was discussing about how both, in- both, intro- <laughs> both intro songs were completely badass, with Fraggle Rock <laughs> slightly trumping Gummy Bears, but then... Yeah, the, the, if we're going just by intro yeah. songs, like, Gummy Bears is top ten all time, but Fraggle Rock is in running for number one. Anyways, <laughs> back to basics. Parker Posey's play along. The rap of the show. The best. The finale, everything fantastic about it. Bring up the question now. Jeff's was the question last week, which is, uh, what is a scene or moment in a movie that struck you as being especially real, either in dialogue or action? Uh, either, either, either you can pick. Uh, Jeff, did you have any standout answers that you'd want to want to bring up? Uh, as a matter of fact, I did. I really liked. Um one of the answers in particular, I'm looking at the website to remember. What <laughs> Varys, maybe? It was Varys's answer, and I believe yeah. it was from the movie Adaptation. I was going to make an adaptation joke of you guys being friends, because, yeah, never mind, go ahead, continue. From from Adaptation, yes. Um, yeah, no, uh, it, it, it's the part, the, the, it's the car crash with Chris Cooper, and it, it's just very, like, it, the way it starts out is is he just gets in the car and he's like talking to his wife about something and he's backing out in the car and it's very normal and it's very uh, sort of like the car crash you guys have described from um, We Own the Night and it's just very you're in the car and then wham car hits the car and you're and you're just like holy shit like you felt like you were in that car and it's really uh, striking and um, and then the aftermath of it is very very striking as well very good very good answer to Varys. Uh, Joshua from the forums too also brought up another car fight situation, car chase situation. Um, and the well, actually the one I want to talk about was KBW's Up, which I think we uh, I discussed when I reviewed Up a while ago. And it's amazing how weird the first like ten minutes of that movie is, the Pixar movie Up, where you get to see, you know, boy meets girl, they get married, and then. The, they have just all sorts of problems, which ends up inevitably with the wife dying and, you know, he grows old alone. And it's just the most depressing 10 minutes of a movie. Dreams not realized. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so I have this movie in my instant queue up, and I don't know if I should watch that before I watch other movies or what. Would you recommend that? Uh, I think it depends on the other movies, but yeah. You yeah. I, it's, it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Okay. and. It was just, it is amazing how, like, wow, this is supposed to be, you know, escape from reality. I'm watching a Pixar movie, and now there's death involved, so that's interesting. Or at the least... Disappointment. The, yeah, very interesting. Um, 
But yeah, uh, fantastic Parker Posey play along. Thank you all for your answers. We we appreciate it every week. And uh, this and it's my question this week, which brings up my appreciation even more because you guys have to answer this one. It's fantastic. Oh very simple, very simple question, and it's actually sort of a, a qu- this is a quiz for the the um, information we just discussed. And the question is, which comic-based movie is most likely to take your money this summer? I'm just curious what what movie coming out soon, contemplated, yeah, is is going to take a limited money. answer. Yeah, like it's a very limited limited answer here. Uh, in case you guys need one more uh, selection, I believe Conan is being remade in August, which is technically summer, and that was a comic. So <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Who's, you know, who's trans- the guy? Transformers. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't remember. Some thing. MMA guy or something. I think isn't. Yeah, it? I think you're right. Um, and uh, Transformers three started as a toy line, then went to comic. I'm not counting that. If you if you answer Transformers three, you'll be you tar- lose. Hard and feathered. So <laughs> you'll be banned from this site, <laughs> and you're not allowed to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in a short list, you're on your honor. Kind of have options being Thor, Priest, X Men First Class, Green Lantern. First Avenger, Captain America, Cowboys and Aliens, and that's pretty much it. At least from what I've I've discovered, there probably there might be some low budget movie that I missed that's based on a comic that I don't know about. But Cowboys and Aliens. It's Done. not turn to answer, Jeff. Calm oh. down. <laughs> uh, but we can get to that. Uh, my pick, which sort of covered before, X Men First Class. You get the Charles and Eric before they're you know Magneto and Professor X. You get the relationship. You get to see the beginning of the school for gifted children, and more of the the question of will mutants be like leading or the number one species over humans versus will they coexist with others? And I hope they d- explore that. I, I, I hope they coexist. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> we're rooting for it. Yeah, we really are, and I, I really hope they explore that dynamic. And let's see what happens. Hopefully, the special effects don't destroy everything, but. We'll see. Uh, simple answer, simple question. Who's got an answer? I like how, just as a side note, I like how our philosophy is: the more money and special effects are in a movie, the worse the movie becomes. <laughs> That's just, fine. That's just It's just like painting over paint over paint over paint. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm ready to go. If, if you guys want me to go. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I don't like to go, Jim. All right. <laughs> I'm okay to go. Go ahead. Cue music. <laughs> um, uh, man, I, I I'll probably have to go with Captain America. Thor never really cared about him. Green Lantern don't like the cosmic power thing. Right. Uh, Priest don't even know what the heck it is. Barely. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens. It's about, it's about, uh, you know, it's about a guy that. Never mind. A priest that kicks ass. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all I know. Yeah. Jennifer you know Connelly what I was going to save. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm on to you now. Um, but yeah, Cowboys and Aliens, whatever. But uh, X Men had a chance but i've just been burned too many times with the x-men so i'm giving a fresh captain america a chance i guess and that's really the only rhyme that's a brand new brand new series man yeah i fresh mean start we'll, we'll see we'll see and is it it's not like a ringing endorsement by any means but <laughs> don't dismiss priest like it's nothing though because you got paul bettany being the priest and you've got maggie q which is the chick from die hard so you've got that i don't know who uh paul bettany is mr jennifer Connolly. yeah he uh God. He was in a fantastic movie called The Night's Tale. 
<laughs> yeah, he was in A Beautiful Mind, too, as one of the imaginary. Oh, that guy. I like that guy. Is he the priest? He's the, He's the priest, yeah. The Da Vinci Code, favorite movie. Yeah, I'm going to go the priest. Good luck. Because I like Paul Bettany. <laughs> Which is funny, because he just played, like, a badass angel, like, last year in some movie. Right. Um, what a surprise. So, uh, Josh. Link kids. Josh, uh, have an answer? I think if I had to make one pick, uh, I'd probably pick Thor. Uh, I've always been interested in the, in the Norse mythology guys, or yeah, or the uh, Norse planet. Well, then you shouldn't see Thor. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, I've you know seen the previews and whatnot on TV, and I was kind of interested in seeing it, but I didn't realize they were kind of changing. Like, the whole stuff. I think they're keeping all the elements the same. They're just instead of calling it, you know, heaven and Valhalla and all that shit, they're just saying, right. okay, it's this other world. So they're yeah, just getting around the religion part of it, or and the it looked you know, like Hopkins was in it, who's one of my favorites. Yep. And uh, somebody else I saw was in it with look. Natalie Portman. Well, yeah, Natalie Portman's awesome, but there was somebody else. Renee too. Russo makes her return for the first time, and God knows how. Yeah, long. that is crazy. That is something I should have brought up before. Anybody see Your Highness? Speaking of Natalie Portman, I was actually there. What's amazing is that movie, Your Highness, has quickly just been thrown to the wayside. There was one showing today. Not. Not by. amazing at all. Yeah. Not even a little No, I thought that movie was going to make some money. I thought the movie was I thought it would, too. Uh, I wasn't real happy with it, but, well, I mean, the prospect of it. Right, right. Oh, uh, yeah, final answer, I'd say Thor, or if they turn it into a steaming pile of shit, which I guess I won't know, then I would pick X-Men. Gotcha. Jeff, last but not least. Uh, I'm going to go see Captain America. Yeah? Because I got a Captain America t-shirt. No shit. I didn't know that. Really? I'm I remember that. Did you see my Captain America t-shirt? That's a good shirt. Yeah, yeah I, know. I, I was confused if it was either that or like the Blue Hornet. It's the huge... You thought it was Aquaman, I think. Yeah, whatever. It's, got a big a on it's all blue, <laughs> it's all blue and it's got a... It's, oh, it's white. He's right? got a big A on his head, so I can, see, I can see the Aquaman thing. Aquaman. <laughs> you know, everybody's not familiar with the alphabet, so... Who did you think it was? The Green <laughs> Hornet? No, I said the Blue Hornet. Actually, the blue hornet. <laughs> Just making shit up now. <laughs> Bullshit. You're gonna tick. What's Look going on? Look it up. All right. No, honestly, I think I think to to be perfectly frank, the movie that I'm most likely to see is probably Cowboys and Aliens because I can imagine like uh, I, I I can imagine rounding somebody up to go see Cowboys. Like, yeah. hey. Good news. We're, We're grabbing some beers and seeing cowboys and aliens. Like that that's the movie I can imagine seeing. Alright. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Can I can I ask permission for one thing? I, I want to read something from a, a magazine that I read that's we could go out on, I guess, but it, it's kind of an amusing one and I got a lot of laughs out of it and I just wanted to share it with you guys oh, if you don't mind. Um it's this is an interview with the with a certain older actor talking about his movie. The question being, so how do you decide which project you wanted to work on next? His answer, you know, we still whore a little. When we have to, we do crap. <laughs> crap pays. And we do it in order to do this sort of film. The indies, the courageous ones, the ones that need powerful friends behind them. We do those for joy. We can afford to do those because we've done enough crap. <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher Christopher huh. Plummer. Oh. <laughs> God, Christopher Plummer is just a genius. I, just, I, I got really a lot of laughs out of that. Christopher so. Lloyd when you busted out Christopher. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, that would have been a completely different animal altogether. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, it's I I really hope people take time to answer the question. We'll put it up on uh, gunkypit.com. We'll put it up at the movie hour on, on Facebook. And uh, yeah, I always appreciate everyone playing along. And it's been a, another fantastic episode. I wish I could have drank more alcohol, but you know everything's everything's gotta everything has its minuses. And uh, James, Jeff, thank you again so much for meeting and uh, for your input. Can we go out on everything has its minuses? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Drive safe. <laughs> Drive safe, everybody. Josh, Later. thanks again for joining us, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no problemo. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Dother. Donald Sullivan loves us all. The movie hour. Take care. Let me uh, run this by the focus group here. Uh, the Donald Sutherland smack. Sorry, the Donald Sutherland mashed the movie hour. Mash? Mashed. Mashed. <laughs> success! Full success! <laughs> A full two seconds of silence! <laughs> <laughs> Full approval. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even really thinking about it, but yeah, this is what happens. (laughs) Maybe something else. (laughs) 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 Or what else do you have? But I do want to use Donald Sutherland because he's a complete badass. But I just don't. Yeah, know. did you see that one movie where he fucked that chick? Yeah, totally. I totally. Yeah, Dean and I saw that movie in Tom Ludwig's film class. <laughs> was it Clute? No, no. Well, I don't know. It was some like weird like '70s quasi horror movie. So I should call it Donald Sutherland fuck this chick in the movie hour. <laughs> <laughs> fuck some chick. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't hurt. <laughs>